listen, I know you thought our date was fun, but I don't really think that you're the one. <laughs> Not the one? What the hell do you mean? I bought your ass chicken wings and you seem real keen. What? Keen on you? <laughs> Not boo, but I'll take your friend and I'll take his friend too. You're being real rude. And you're a bummer. Go to hell. You go to hell and delete my number. All right, welcome back to the 13th episode of Delete My Number. This is a very special moment because we have our first guest, Jackie. Yes, I'm so excited. And not only do we have our first guest, but eventually towards the end of the episode, we're going to have a second guest. So this is like an extra special episode. So I'm very happy that we um, are at this level now that we can invite people on and they actually want to be here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rose is looking like a 10 out of 10 right now. Not that she always doesn't, but she's wearing fur. I mean... <laughs> For our I podcast know. on a Sunday at noon. <laughs> Rose, how are you feeling? Thank you so much for coming on with us. I'm feeling good. I'm recovering from, uh, from fri- was it Friday when we, uh, we went to drag dinner? Yeah, I oh. went to a drag dinner in West Hollywood with Rose, which Rose is the biggest drag fan in the world. She's, sure. I I've it. never seen someone more passionate about anything. Oh. I think, yeah. I think Rose Mary's. I think yeah, Ro- it was at Hamburger Mary's. Yes, it was at Hamburger Mary's. I think yeah. Rose likes drag queens more than Chris D'Elia likes 17-year-olds. It's <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Rose, so Rose, tell me, uh, just give me your little, your life story. How did My you get out? Story. How did you get, <laughs> how did you, what brought you out to LA and how has LA been out of, like, score LA out of 10 for me? Hmm. You moved from the okay. East Coast, small town girl from Baltimore, and now you're doing the big city thing. So how has it been going for you? Yeah, so I actually moved here because of a, a breakup. So I was living with a guy, and then I went home to visit my family, and he broke up with me in a text message. Oh, and my God. I We were together, like, for three years. We had a dog. And so he basically, yeah, like... I got dumped in a text and then I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? Cause I'm like homeless. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to move to the West coast, like spontaneous. So that's how I ended up here. Cause I was New York and then Maryland. Oh, Wait, I have a question about this text message situation. Yeah. Um, obviously you said you were together for a long time. So I assume it was, you know, quite serious. Um, what in the world could he have said in that text? Like, what did he say? I need to know. Yeah. I wish I still had it. <laughs> It was like, um, hey, I just want to let you know that I think that I can't do this anymore. And like, uh, like yeah, it was just like that. And then I look online and like all of our pictures, they're gone. He just totally ghosted me. And like I, I heard from him actually this year. But before this year, I hadn't heard from him for two years. Like after that message, I had, he, I had not heard from him. I had tried to get my stuff back. Like I had heard, like I couldn't get in contact even to like go get the stuff from the apartment that was mine. That's Jesus. bizarre, man. So yeah. Why? Why do you guys do that, Ethan? Why do you guys do that? Yeah, beca- because we're afraid of confrontation. We don't. We're afraid <laughs> of like making a girl cry in front of our face. I've, as as a guy who's broken up with girls via text message, like I want to sit here and call that guy a pussy, but I've done it too, and I apologize. Men are trash. Let's just <laughs> let's just admit that men are trash. I don't know why we keep doing it. I think. We're just afraid of having that really uncomfortable <laughs> moment at a coffee shop telling a girl to their face, hey, I can't do this anymore. But let me let me ask you ladies this. You're not you. You ladies, you guys have broken up with guys via text, right? Or have you not? No. I have one. I have one time. One time I have I will. I'm guilty because uh, even you know me, I'm a good person. Right. But I one time 
I had to do it because it was just such a toxic relationship that I actually didn't even want to like see him in uh. person because it was that it was that bad. So it was getting that bad to where I knew for my mental health that if I saw him in person, he would somehow lure me back in. So I had like I felt like I had to do it in a text. But then um, after I did it in a text, I felt really bad and I ended up. Uh, about a month later asking him if he wants to meet up in person just so that I can like explain myself I wasn't trying to get back with him, but mm. I really wanted to explain myself um, mm. So I would never do that again like yeah. not not okay. Yeah, now, I guess I, it, it depends on how long you've been dating the guy What were you gonna say Rose? Yeah, I haven't but I'm a very like um, like I think I'm really open and honest with communication mm. so like for me it's never really been like a thing and I know that for the guy that dumped me in the text he was like I just knew you would be disappointed in me and I didn't want to have to deal with like basically me being like oh okay like you suck you know like the the reality of having that conversation oh, right. so he, was he, he was protecting himself like he was protecting yeah. his own it's a selfish thing to do I right. totally protection that. for sure yeah um so Rose, do you want to tell the story of how we met? Because I have my recollection <laughs> of it, but I want to know, Rose, how, how did E-Money and Rose link up in LA? Um, okay, well, my version is that we matched <laughs> on Bumble. And then this was like actually almost a year ago, I would mm -hmm. say, like, uh, right? Almost exactly. I'm looking at my calendar. Um, mm -hmm. We were wow. having day like you, you marked it in your calendar no because it was the week <laughs> before coronavirus shut everything down oh. Ethan so we okay. and like yeah so I invited Ethan to hang out with like my roommates and we made my first TikTok and yeah that's what's your version okay, this, this is my version of the story Rose was texting me on Bumble and she was talking about how into me she was and, and <laughs> no, I'm kidding basically I, I I matched with Rose and I um I was like, wow, this is uh, this is like a very beautiful. I, I kind of got very excited about it, thinking oh. that like thinking <laughs> that like, you know, this this could be the one, you know. So then I deleted all of my dating apps as soon as I got her number <laughs> on Instagram. And, and uh, you, you've seen the show you on Netflix. That was me. I was stalking her for two weeks. I uh, read all of her. <laughs> no, it wasn't Chris D'Elia because she wasn't 17. She was of age, I hope. But um, no. So, yeah. So what happened is like, you know, me and Rose, we were texting about hanging out and meeting up. And then she was having a little kickback. And then she invited me to the kickback. But here's the here's the thing. Right. As I'm on my way to the kickback. Um, she goes, you know what? I'm feeling kind of tired. I don't know about tonight, but me having the experience I have, I know that if we weren't hanging out that night, then we were probably not. Chances are we would never hang out ever. True. I, that's, uh, that's true. And I, and I, know. I don't know if that's true. Not for me. Like, I'm just a very honest, like if I'm tired, I'm going to tell you I'm tired and I don't feel like hanging out. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. like, rather than it being like an excuse, like I'm just totally like, right. Like, I, I, I guess the way my brain works is I was like, you know, she's going to like, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. her, her yeah. just her saying, I was like, you know what? Tonight, I know that I'm a cool guy in person and she can't <laughs> get it through text messages. She can't see. I was like so confident. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let her. This is maybe a little too pushy, but I was like, I'm not going to let her flake. I was like, you know what? I'm down the street from your house with a 12 pack of Pacifico and <laughs> my friend are coming in. So are you, you're either going to let us in or you're going to strand us and we're just going to drink the Pacificos by ourselves outside of your house. So just please let us in. So then she let us in and 
we had a we had a fun night right we just yeah i think it was really fun yeah we made uh rose's first tiktok which rose is a tiktok celebrity now and i was there for the first i kind of co-directed her first tiktok video which is my claim to fame in hollywood is that i co-directed rose <laughs> innocent rose's first so then we hung out and then like it was weird because i obviously wanted to you know i, I was into pursuing something romantic um and then i ended up having sex with her roommate which mm -hmm. oh my god this story just took such a turn wait that's not true no that is true that is true oh, no I, one had oh told my god bro oh, oh why it was, ethan it was, it was what shady. are you doing okay <laughs> then but here okay so this is the this is how the events so um you know we I hang out with rose that night and then like we continue to talk and i she just kind of you know imply that she was only looking for a friendship right now and not really trying to date which i was like okay but she but she was it wasn't just like hey let's just be friends and then ghost you she was like i genuinely want to continue to hang out with you but like yeah. i just don't want any expectations with this so i was like let's do that so then we genuinely started a friendship um which and i wasn't ruling out the opportunity like the idea <laughs> of dating her but i was like okay let's do the friend thing and then um a couple months later we hung out with her and her new roommate and it was us three and at that point i'm still like you know what i still might have a shot at rose i'm playing the long game because you know a girl like rose you can't just she's not the type of girl you could just wham bam thank you man you got to put in work with a girl like rose rose is a high quality woman you know um so but so it's me rose and her new roommate hanging out at this place and then you know we kind of go behind rose's back three nights later and then i end <laughs> up having sex with with her roommate um and not even three nights later i'm pretty positive it was exactly the next day like like the next day because i remember coming home and then steph being like oh, i'm not here i'm hanging with a friend and i'm like you just moved here yesterday you're like i know the out. one friend <laughs> Like yeah. you don't know anybody. So I was I, I like at the time I was like, I wonder if she's hanging out with my friends without me. And then I was uh, like, okay, I don't care. I'm gonna go to bed. And then like a month later, you apparently went camping the day after you hooked up with, with her. I, and I, that's how it came out because she she was like, um, yeah, I feel like he doesn't like me because he just like left and went on vacation at the like the day after we hooked up. Yeah. Um, well, what is he supposed to do, propose? <laughs> like, is he supposed to get down on one knee and propose the day after? I, I'm not going to lie. I was... This was... This was uh, um, Trying to be diplomatic with his yeah, hands. Yeah, no, I know. This was a situation where, like, um, we, you know, we we did hook up, have sex, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I just hate when you find out after you have sex with someone that, like, dang, this isn't someone that I want to really pursue anything with. I wish I would have made found that out before i started thinking with my dick because after you have sex with someone it comes with some responsibility so anyways after i i kind of stopped i kind of like stopped hanging out with this girl after i had sex with her and then rose and on top of that rose found out that i had sex with her so i didn't expect rose to ever want to hang with me or talk to me ever again but um <laughs> but here we are that's how she's desperate a forgiving she's, soul <laughs> i think she's just desperate for friends honestly <laughs> taking drag brunch yeah taking me to drag brunch but rose i wanted to know um what's dating in la is like how has that been for you because you, you get a lot of attention from very you know good looking men you know so yeah. what how has your experience been like on the dating apps or just dating in general in los angeles um i think for me i have like a phony meter like so like anytime someone's being phony 
I like immediately like gives me like the ick. Mm. And I think in LA that's more prominent, like with men, like everybody's kind of selling themselves. So I have a hard time finding like genuine people, which is why like when I met you, I was like, okay, like he's a genuine person. Like you can stick out. Whereas like, yeah, most of the guys, it's very like, um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel natural or like organic. It feels always like they're selling something to me. Wow. Yeah. Like what kind of car they drive and what kind of job they have. And they want to show you that they're worth your time and that kind of, that kind of guy. Yeah. Whereas Ethan's just like, this is who I am. Take me or leave me. And we love that. We love that. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But but if they learned a little bit more about me, they'd be like, God, who uh, I, I take I take a fake guy over this genuine guy any day of the week. <laughs> fucking shady. I mean, I, you know, banged your roommate behind your back. I'm not the best person in the world, but at least I'm genuine. Right. That I wasn't a- that's behind my back because it, it should have been up to, you know, you would think that my roommate would tell me first rather yeah. than so like that's how that's how i feel about it true i just don't be left out i want to know are you still are you still her roommate right now i am not (laughs) so did you guys have a falling out over that or no no. um so she was subletting because of corona like my other roommate um who ethan also knows um was in ohio for the pandemic and then like she just came back so she needed her room back yeah so she's uh she's out of the picture now but you know wish nothing but the best to her yeah. and i and if you're watching this i i apologize i was shitty to you but i'm sober now and i'm a better person <laughs> i promise yeah. um so rose what's rose went on uh because me and rose we've hung out and we've talked a lot about dating there is this one date in particular if you're comfortable sharing it which was a date that you left if i'm if i stand if in, unless i'm wrong here you left the date halfway through because he was being awful on this date is that yeah. right is this the uh the racist guy yeah can you tell that story because jackie this shit's kind of crazy we were talking about i can't wait because i i've actually always wondered how people like can leave in the middle of the date even if the person's horrible because i've um i've been on so many dates when i was single and i never had the balls to just like make up an excuse and leave so i actually really am excited to hear how this went down (laughs) so i took i didn't okay it's a guy who was on a a kids tv show when we were younger i won't like (laughs) I won't like oh my god you, only, have to, you have to tell me after please only okay. in la are you going on our date with a racist who is on a disney Wait, show is it like power rangers or like it's a popular kids tv show so, so oh my god and i ethan ethan knows this about me like i i'm like eh, i don't really feel like going like when it comes to dates like it's very hard to get me to like go on the date just not because like I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, what's the point? Like, it's not going to go anywhere, blah, 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 blah. So my friends are like, you have to go. Like he was on this TV show, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. So I go. And at first it's all like fine. Uh, and then we start talking about like the movies that are nominated for Oscars that year. And I think it's um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So it's last year. And I was like, oh, I've only seen Django from, uh, who's the director who did Once Upon a Time? Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. So I've only seen Django. And uh, I had not seen Once Upon a Time at that point. He's like, oh, I hate movies about slavery. But I forgot I forgot to say that I took I took two edibles before I left because I was like, well, I just, I'm just going to chill out for the date. Yeah, stop. <laughs> I took two edibles. No, that's amazing. You're my hero. I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> so I show, I show up and I'm like very chilled. Like we're just talking. And I was like, oh, why? Because, you know, slavery is sad. And he goes, no, because it's not true. 
and then goes on to tell me about how white slavery is like the most prevalent slavery in the world right now. Wow. If I went to to Compton right now, I would be raped and shot on sight because of the color of my skin. And like I grew up, I grew up in in Baltimore. So I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. So I'm just like, I was like, oh, well, and like explaining my experience, trying to like numb the conversation. He goes, you don't seem like you'd hang out with those people. Like, and just, he's getting like, worse. Yeah, and I was really high too. So I like keep like looking at him, like trying to figure out like, are you saying what I think you're saying? You know, like out of all dates to take edibles before, (laughs) you go with quasi racist guy who thinks white people are enslaved. That would fuck me up on an edible. You can also sell this story to TMZ and like just be rich and never work again. I thought about picking up TikTok. I thought about putting it on TikTok because this this guy, there's like a thing on TikTok going around about him like DMing 16-year-old girls and he's like 30. Okay. I, See, I this thought is... about like outing him, but it's not my personality to really be involved. Out. I okay, feel I'll that. do it. Just tell me who it is. Yeah, Jackie Hollywood is the, she's the queen of Hollywood gossip. This is like, you guys get some synergy going here because Jackie will gladly, this is when cancel culture I could get behind because that motherfucker yeah. needs to be, fuck that guy. I know, and oh his show, God. his show's up for a reboot, and they're re- and I'm like hoping that he's not on the cast. Like I just keep like being like, uh, like. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 one thing to like make a a joke, which you know still isn't the coolest thing to do. No, this is not. But a it's joke. a joke. But this guy was he seriously called him those people and mm-hmm. and thinks and then- white people, man. Yeah, and I tried to change the subject because I was like, okay, like, I can't. This is too, like, overwhelming for me. And I was like, so, like, you have a cat. And he's like, can you believe that people adopt instead of, like, like, he's like, you don't know where that scum is coming from. Talking about, like, yeah. adopt, don't shot. Like, and I'm like, I have an adopted dog. Like, I'm just sitting there, like. What the like, fuck? Yeah, it's like. Wait, the- if, I, if I go through a list of shows, will you tell me if I get it right? Oh, geez. <laughs> Are we doing a guessing game right here? <laughs> Yes, I think now I'm thinking about now I'm thinking about shows that are like potentially getting a reboot, and I'm like, um, who? And you said the guy is like in his 30s. Mm-hmm. Is, it like, <laughs> is it like Drake and Josh or um, no? Close. Um, I'd say that's close. Close. <laughs> <don't> like um, <laughs> well, Fuller House already did a reboot, and they're all older. Um, Nine hundred two one zero. They're older, so that wouldn't be it um ethan you got any guesses no because it was it was a kid's no i totally forgot it was a kid's show that was big like six like six years ago right or was it uh, oh my god was it hannah montana no but it's similar it's like that kind of iCarly wizards of waverly place iCarly was it wizards of waverly place no it's not was it disney (laughs) or nickelodeon (laughs) disney or nickelodeon (laughs) nickelodeon Oh, uh, Victorious. No. <laughs> um, uh, okay, we'll keep talking and I'll keep thinking. Yeah, just I, keep, keep thinking. All that, all that or... Um, Here, while, while, while Jackie is trying to find uh, the racist and while, while Jackie is trying to out a racist, because this is legendary, this is a legendary podcast, we are going to cancel a dude... <laughs> live on a podcast a dude who deserves to be canceled because he's a racist scum yeah. fuck him um and uh anyway so so rose would you say that that's your worst la date are there any other dates that even come close 
Mm, I had one date. This guy, obviously, it's he's the worst human that I've been on a date with. Like, he's obviously just, like, a terrible human being. I've been on dates where I was, like, this is just – like, one time this guy made me scroll through his TikToks and then just watched my reaction as I looked at his TikToks. That was that was really awkward. Like I've done him, that. It's him just, like, topless, like, dancing, and he's just making me watch them, you know, one by one and, like, looking at him. Oh, and my I'm God. Like, oh, very nice like i don't know what reaction like it's not like funny i don't know it's just right no he did i remember this guy is big on tiktok i think i've probably actually told this story on this podcast but this guy is big on tiktok because he's insanely good looking um he's got huge pecs and he could do the titty dance with his pecs he's very cool he's a cool guy but uh there was one there was one tiktok this guy was doing that i was like you know what rose i would be honored if a guy showed me this tiktok (laughs) while i was on a date with him because it was the he did he did the the peck titty dance to a cell phone ringtone and his and his his tits were dancing to a cell phone ringtone like Mm -hmm. i was like that is really creative like that's not like like because like it's one thing if you're just a hot guy and you're just being hot show me a little bit of creativity and then you deserve to get laid from all these girls you know i like so i um i appreciated that tiktok and it's it's, it is weird it would be like me on a on a date with a girl showing her all my music yeah because you want a reaction and then like i obviously going back to like my weirdness about like being phony is like I can't give you my genuine reaction because I'm like processing how you're gonna take how I react kind of so awkward you know what I mean yeah and I think it's a disease because this guy is constantly told he's probably on TikTok 24 7 and he's constantly reading comments about how amazing and how girls are drooling over him so he can't fathom the idea that somebody doesn't like his videos he just thinks that everybody in the world would be obsessed with all of his videos because all he's reading all day is (laughs) I I love you so much oh my god come to kansas city please and do their titty dance on my tits like it's just weird so um these and you know these guys need they need reality so they need like a a harsh like someone to be harsh and tell them hey you're not that cool (laughs) tiktok isn't real life like rose you get a lot of tiktok engagement and people you Mm -hmm. know thirst over you does that have like mental effects on you like having a lot of engagement and comments on social media I think as like a I this is my experience and maybe it's like a dancer thing but like when you get a compliment you're almost like okay like this doesn't feel like genuine or mean anything and then like the one mean comment you're like hey and then like that one negative one so you know rather than like taking in the compliments of the positive ones even though there's like so many more positives than there are Uh yeah but you kind of think, oh, they're just saying that. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you don't take it to, I don't take it as like a, like to heart. Like, wow, they think I'm really awesome and pretty. And yeah, cool. that's so true. Every time I get a compliment, I'm like, oh, this person's just being nice because he feels <laughs> bad for me. But when somebody says something mean, I'm like, God, that came from a genuine place. That person must be legit. You know? <laughs> Like when, when someone, when I drop a song and I'll get all these, Hey, this sounds great. And then it's just that one guy that says, this sounds like dog shit, which yeah, is and you're an like, actual, <laughs> which I lay in bed and still think about the comment from nine months ago of a, of a random guy who lives in his mom's basement who said, my music sounds like dog shit. That guy lives in my head rent free. Yeah. So I feel you. Um, so what's, so Rose, what are your plans coming up? Uh, do you have any like dates on the horizon? Is there anybody, uh, what what's your current dating situation right now? Are you 
just focusing on yourself? Are you open to the idea of love? Because Jackie found love. He, and wants she's... To, he wants to go on another date with you. <laughs> Is that yeah. happening? He's like, so are you open to it? No, Rose. <laughs> my friend. Yeah, I actually was um, semi-flirting with Rose after she found out that I had sex with a roommate. And she was like, just so you know, you ruined your chances with me after you banged so-and-so. <laughs> like, I just want to make that clear. And I was like, fair enough. Um, but uh, for you, girl. But yeah, no, good for you. Seriously. Uh, but uh, yeah, your dating situation. Are you open? Are you like trying to find a soulmate right now? Um, I don't know. I never like look for love. I'd say that's not really my my personality. I kind of um wait for it to find me. I have a date today for dinner wow okay let's oh. let's let's spill the tea he's not going to listen to this don't worry what is <laughs> his he's not uh, racist. What, what's yeah <laughs> what is six figure salary what neighborhood does he live in what car does he drive what's his <laughs> relationship with his parents like spill all the tea he's a he's a i call them sad boys like um do you know what i'm talking about like music guy with like painted fingernails and, oh like, emo guy yeah the sad boys they like oh a, he has a Gotcha. So he's got like um death cab for cutie posters in his room. He's been to <laughs> he, he thinks Haley Williams from Paramore is like Jesus reincarnated, one right. of those guys. Right. Uh he was on a TV show. Oh my god. <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> is, is this a prerequisite to dating Rose? <laughs> yeah. It's just everyone in LA. Like how many reality TV people Ethan? True, have I was on a TV yes. show. What the fuck? I always forget like everybody out here has been on a TV. It's like not cool anymore. Rose, the question is, have you been on a TV show yet? I have not been on a TV show. Okay, that means your time is coming because you live in L.A. So it's any day now. <laughs> Ethan's going to cast you for your very first role We've on got a TV a, show. Yeah, we set her up with a few auditions, but it, it's just a matter of time. You know, it, I think <laughs> I think Love Island will be the one for Rose or Temptation Island. Oh, I, yeah, I uh I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about this. I got very far in Love Island last year. Very far. Um. Like I met with them a whole bunch of times, wow. but uh, then, and then I've actually gotten pretty far in Temptation Island too, but I don't know that that's my vibe. You have to like steal a man and yeah. that's not very me, you know? Yeah. Both yeah. of that, both of those shows, you got to like take what, take what you want really. And Dude, if you're not yeah. willing to do that, you'll, you'll probably leave really early on, but it's still yeah. cool exposure. I mean, it's yeah. still fun. <laughs> I used to people chasing me. Like, I don't know what I'd have to do if I had to be the pursuer. Yeah. Um, for that much money, you take what you want because there's a prize <laughs> at the end. Just think about the money. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's hard because you really have to separate your emotions. You have to like compartmentalize your emotions and be like, okay, I'm trying to win money and make it make it. Uh, a good tv show and i'm like trying to build my brand also okay. i'm wow in in the mean while i'm doing that i'm breaking other people's hearts and just being a heartless you have to be heartless on these reality shows i don't know like, if i could do that i'm too like sent like squishy on the inside like sensitive you know that's what that's what they all say until you get on the show and you have a producer <laughs> manipulating you and then it it's stockholm syndrome you know, I would it, say with my my interviews were uh -huh. more like therapy. Like I felt like I was going through a therapy session every time I'd have an interview for the show. Right. So, and I wasn't expecting that. I thought it'd just be a bunch of like interrogation questions about my life.
Yeah, I mean, they want like they, they want the sound bites. Like, look, if 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 that guy is attractive to me, I don't care who he's dating. I don't care how long he's been married. I don't care how many kids. <laughs> he's mine. And I will make sure that by the end of the night, he will be in my bed and his wife will be crying and taking the kids elsewhere because that man is mine. That's what they want in these react yeah. like that. If you're not giving them sound bites like and it's just like it's just it's a type of person. Like, that's what I tell people, like, just because you don't get cast for a reality show it doesn't mean uh you're not good for tv it just means maybe you're too good of a person you know it means you're <laughs> a good person if you don't get cast for a lot of these shows um <laughs> so rose thank you so much for uh, for coming on with us any closing remarks no i don't have any closing remarks no <laughs> well uh, where where can people find you on uh, on instagram my instagram is innocent if you know how to spell innocent underscore rose and then my TikTok is playing with roses. Cool. I just followed you on both. I'm excited to see okay. you online. And thank <laughs> you for joining. That was a lot of fun. You're gorgeous. Keep doing your thing, girl. The right man will come. Maybe the right woman will come. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you keep... me. Yeah, thank you, Rose. We will talk to you soon. Have a good okay, Sunday. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, uh, Jackie, we still still here, right? I'm here. Yeah, that was fun. That was our first guest. I think we did. I think. How do you think we did? I think I think it was great. I think um, I can't wait for the day that we can all do this in person oh and have guests come God. to our our beautiful, luxurious studio <laughs> with a mini bar and a and a foosball uh. table and um you know all this like a trampoline and all this no. stuff but that'll come one day so for now i think we did as good as we can as good as we could <laughs> i literally lay in bed and have visions of us kind of like the red table talk but way more ratchet and way less rich you know but like like just five people just talking shit about dating and relationships <laughs> and like you know just telling because that's one thing that we all have in common is we all have an interesting dating lives every dating life is interesting even the unabomber had an interesting dating life um so now that it's just me and you um <laughs> how was how was your week did you do anything uh outlandish this last week um no i've been doing i feel like i've been doing less outlandish stuff i've <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so boring, but um, yeah, I've just been like really centering myself. I know we talked a little bit about last time and just like my, my meditation and spirituality. And like, I think the more I do it, the more I realize that every single second that I'm alive on this planet, like they, I don't ever have to stress about anything. And then when I do this podcast, I feel like, um, yeah, this is just something fun that I do. And then the next thing I do is something fun that I do. And the next thing I do is something fun that I do. And right. it's just like, how I look at everything now. So I'm not really doing anything too crazy. I'm just kind of like trying to um, enjoy every moment. You know what I do now too, when I walk outside, I like to start to notice everything around me. Like if there's even like some dog shit on the floor, I'll look at it and I'll be like, <laughs> you know what? That's beautiful. Cause a dog that came, that's natural. That came out of a dog, <laughs> you know, and then it makes me, it makes me sad. Cause I want a dog. <laughs> oh man. Um, dog shit yeah really? that's my life now though man i'm just so different yeah no i i was thinking about that yesterday is like I'm, i've just i've been enjoying the little things you know what i'm saying like every like i get really excited yeah. about sitting on my couch and just watching a documentary like i'll be working and it used to be like i'm excited to i'm gonna i'm gonna have a cold beer and just get drunk on my roof but now it's like i'm excited to sit on my couch and just 
you know, watch the Netflix show You, which I've been binging, and holy shit, that show is out of control. Have did you, have you seen the show You on Netflix? Oh yeah, I've seen all of it. It but and the that's why the whole Chris D'Elia thing we talked about last week. Oh yeah, it just blew my mind because I saw him on that show, and I just it, it's weird that he got cast for a role that he's actually playing in real life. Yeah, but that show is so good. Oh my and, god! For anyone who hasn't seen it, like it is so addicting and it's crazy because there's actually people like that on this planet no there are i mean like that's what social social media has been the best thing is the best thing that ever happened to stalkers and creepers because it makes their lives and their jobs so easy it's so easy to just stalk someone and know where someone is all the time like geotagging your location um you know posting where you work i would like that's why like that show should be like a warning call to to women in big cities like don't post your location maybe even just don't go public on instagram um don't be out there because like yeah you're gonna get a lot of you know cool people following you but all it takes is one creepy ass dude to like stalk you to make your life a living hell and that's just that just doesn't seem fair like as a guy we don't have female stalkers we just it doesn't really right like females don't do that shit or do they i mean i'm sure there's some crazy ones well no there there are definitely some crazy ones out there but um that actually a few weeks ago i almost exposed myself to crazy people without actually doing it on purpose like i was actually just sitting in this office that i'm sitting in right now and i was recording my radio show but right before i started recording i took out my phone and i wanted to just post a little instagram story you know just flexing like working from home you know just something random like that and i didn't realize that in the video i took or the picture i took um outside of the window you could directly across from me you could see the address the the building number and the street name right across from my window which means that you can oh, easily no. find what building i'm in and also like what window i'm in because it's like on a certain level so um i posted it and then my boyfriend called me out w within about 10 minutes he saw it and he's like you better delete that you can see the address across the street like any Jeez. crazy person can figure out exactly what window you live in so i deleted it and i thought man how crazy is it that i have to worry about like my instagram story without yeah. even realizing that there's such like horrible people on this planet who could do such terrible things yeah but isn't it a little romantic when someone like stalks you isn't it doesn't it mean that he really likes you don't <laughs> isn't, isn't it kind of flattering like a little bit if you found out that someone went through all the lengths to 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 find your social media to know exactly where you work to know where you get coffee in the morning to know what music you're listening to to know like what time you do the podcast every week like wouldn't you feel a little like you know what i'm oh doing something right i i have you know someone stalking me that's cool isn't or is i mean there i think no... yeah there's a level of like <laughs> there's a level of like uh a fan who is really into my work let's say someone who's comments on everything i do maybe a little excessive right but mm -hmm. comments on everything and reaches out to me all the time and asks me so many questions and it can get a little crazy but if it's like to that level then i i can be flattered like wow this person really likes my my music or my TikTok or whatever but then if it comes to the point where they're actually trying to find me in real life that mm -hmm. is um, maybe flattering, but terrifying and, um, makes me feel like they might 
be so crazy that they could kill me because a stalker right. like when they're that crazy they could actually they actually think that if they kill you no one else can have you now so you're for them and that's Whoa. like the scary part of like I might yeah. as well kill them and then maybe they'll kill themselves too so that they're like Romeo and Juliet or something. So there's definitely a, a fine line where their stalking becomes, um, I actually had a girl stalker once. I had a female stalker. No really? lie. How did that, what happened there? I, I, had, to, I had to go to the police. Um, so this happened doing? back when I was um, on a, when I was on a radio station in San Francisco. She, I think she was definitely, um, uh schizophrenic most likely and probably mm. not taking meds because of the things mm. she was saying sounded like she was schizophrenic but mm. she would write emails to my work and say i can hear jackie talking about me on the radio and sh like she's obsessed with me she would say these things about me that i was wow. obsessed with her and she's like i won't stop until she dies she she used to say things like that so it wasn't because she was a fan it was because she just thought she heard voices in her head of, of me and she would um, find me on every social media. She would send me threatening messages saying that, like, she could hear me talking about her. on. She said she could hear me talking about her on Pandora on the app. And I was like, oh what? Um, and then she knew where I worked, obviously, because my my work is a public thing. So mm -hmm. I actually ended up going to the police because I was like, dude, what if she shows up at my work? And I yeah. had to tell the security guards, like, watch out for this girl just in case she comes guns blazing and uh yeah she kind of just stopped so damn it was fun lucky lucky you so so knowing that you had a stalker i mean were you i would brag about that i would be partially i would be like okay i'm scared because this person is might kill me but also like having a stalker means that you're a cool person you know not everybody gets stalkers so uh did you was did you get any clout tokens did you did you feel cool at all that you had a stalker or were you just like well sucks? people may I think that if she was, if she stalked me because she was genuinely obsessed with me and um, really liked my work, it I would maybe use that like, oh, I got a stalker because she's obsessed with me. But she was, she was, she said that she wanted to kill me, like she was, it was oh. scary, and and she didn't compliment any of my work, <laughs> so I wasn't really that flattered by her. But people, other people did say, oh, that's when you know you've made it when you have a stalker, and I'm like, geez, you know, it's it's funny. I was thinking about um, like the O.J. Simpson thing, how O.J. Simpson murdered people over because he was it was a passionate he was passionate about his love. And so many people die over over love. Like, I'm just so scared that like a girl that I end up dating after watching the show, you like I'm just scared that a girl that I end up dating has a crazy ex-boyfriend who who truly feels that if he can't if if he doesn't marry this woman then his life is meaningless so the only thing that gives his life meaning is if he kills the the dude that's dating the love of his life and then find <laughs> or, or makes him disappear I, there really are guys out there like that who live their lives with nothing to lose and the only thing that they want in life is this girl and i'm just scared that i'll end up dating a girl like that with a crazy ex and um and, and then I die. That's like my new fear because of this show, <laughs> you. So the first thing you have to do when you um, start dating a girl, maybe like after a few dates and you feel like it might actually become serious, you ask her, so do you have any crazy exes? 
right. that might kill me. Then I mean, if she's honest, she'll be like, well, there's this one guy that I broke up with like five years ago and he calls me every day. And like, there's a red flag there and you're like, shit, then you got to right. go. Totally. It's like, I don't want to run a background check on you. I want to run a background check on every dude that you've dated. And if there's any, yeah. if you've dated any felons, then we're, we're not going to do this, you know? Um, but that's not <laughs> fair because she's not the felon, but I'm just gonna, I'm just trying to protect my, my myself here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, besides uh, besides murder and love, what's some positive thing that's going on in the world right now? It's funny when you when you go on Twitter, all you see is just like I'm seeing boycott Amazon. That's something it's just that, some bullshit. Yeah, and why now, are people you know boycotting else? Amazon though? Oh, I don't know. It has nothing to do with the um, the Hitler mustache, does it? Um, I don't was even like days I don't ago. Know. Um, and then we got we got black Twitter trending. Okay, love that. 428 do you know that that peppy le pew is uh is being canceled now peppy le pew what did peppy le pew do (laughs) well do you did you watch that cartoon growing up uh no i did i don't even know what peppy le pew is it sounds creepy though already i want to cancel that motherfucker because of his name you don't know what you know peppy le pew is it's the skunk and he it was a skunk cartoon that was always chasing after this this cat and like wouldn't ever let her her go wait it was such a big cartoon a skunk cartoon is being canceled yeah and i watched like every single episode growing up and i didn't realize back then how bad it it was um i'm i looked at some clips yesterday to refresh my memory and literally in every single episode the premise of it is that this this skunk named peppy Le Pew, he's obsessed with this this cat uh-huh. and he always he always like finds her grabs her kind of like a stalker kisses her like kisses her all over and she always tries to get away and she looks like she's screaming for help and he never lets her go and he always keeps her and he like locks her he's it's basically like he's trying to rape this cat and he wow. let her go and it's it's a funny cartoon like they make it funny but then if you think about it like little boys are watching that thinking oh and i got to school tomorrow i'm gonna do that to this girl oh, and like oh my god bad. now that i think about it there's probably so many hidden messages in, in cartoons because it's a proven fact that a lot of people who have wrote and worked on cartoons that's where they they get out their perversion that's where they like express how perverted of a, of a person they are is they do it through cartoons because like you could uh you could get away with anything if it's just a cartoon you know i feel like if the more people dive into every i feel like every cartoon is going to get canceled i mean remember the little mermaid thing how like it was actually penises on the cover yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. i mean it's so many and then there was an episode of to catch a predator where one of the creepiest guys in LA was a guy who like worked on SpongeBob, like a, a big Nickelodeon cartoonist writer, whatever he was, you know, like a lot of people uh, who, who do cartoons and who work in like the, the field of, of children's, you know, whether it's cartoons or just anything children related, a lot of those guys are pervs. So um, this is going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, man, I feel like everything is getting canceled nowadays. I don't necessarily agree with canceling things from um, the past because I feel like we need to learn from them. So it's almost like keep them there to show kids growing up what not to do. Like keep them as examples. Don't just like delete every um, trace of everything that's ever been wrong because then nobody will ever know, which is, you know, not very good. Um, I do want to transition because we do have a second guest and she is getting ready to come on with oh, us. And this is going to be interesting because um, I met her at one of my old jobs. 
when I used to produce radio shows in LA and I used to produce the Suicide Girls radio show. So for anyone that doesn't know what what Suicide Girls are, it's basically like alternative models who um, pose nude and they're like tattooed and pierced and have colorful hair and stuff like that. So they have their own radio show. So I helped out with that and I met this girl, her name is Jaterna and she was one of the co-hosts on the show. And uh, I still keep in touch with her today. And I just kind of want to talk to her about like her life as a suicide girl and kind of how, just how her life was. How did she, how did people look at her? Um, how do people look at her now? What is she doing now? And so if you have any, I'm sure you have questions for her because it's yeah. your style, like tattooed Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> no, suicide girl, the suicide girl movement was way ahead of their time. I, uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I truly think. And I know I know so many girls who in their Instagram bios are suicide girl hopeful, which I don't know what that means. So I would love to ask her They're what probably it means trying to-, to like get noticed or trying to join the fam. Um, she doesn't really do it anymore. So she she's kind of like graduated from from okay. the suicide girls, but she was with them for quite a while, I think. So any in she can give you any insight. Um, were you one of those guys that like paid or subscribed to any suicide girls i plead the fifth (laughs) so yes (laughs) no i'm kidding i didn't um i didn't subscribe to any of that uh that was i would have if i had enough money like if that was a thing now (laughs) now that i you know finally have a little financial cushion um obviously what else are you going to spend that money on a 401k fuck that spend it on nudes that's what you that best that's the smartest thing (laughs) to spend no you save the world every time a guy jacks off and releases that testosterone an angel gets his wings and a girl is a little bit safer so i am team (laughs) masturbation and you know what suicide girls only fans they're making the world they're making the world safer for women is what they're doing. They're making it more enjoyable for men and safer for women. So the more nuts that guys are busting, the better the world <laughs> is. That's what I think. But the thing is, I had a conversation with people last weekend who were trying to tell me that we need to masturbate less and we're more pure human beings if we masturbate less, which I couldn't disagree with more. But I just had to sit there and nod because I didn't want to get awkward. And I didn't. You always feel creepy when you're fighting for masturbation, or especially <laughs> right. when girls when you're trying to like argue that we should be masturbating every day. It's just you feel weird. So I just had to be like, yeah, no, I, I agree. I'll go 30 days without masturbating all the time, even though I just masturbated five minutes before that conversation. But anyways, <laughs> the suicide girl, let's get her. Is she, oh my God, she's, she's in the waiting room. Let's get her in here. Oh, there, there we go. Okay. So we have, uh, it looks like she's joining right now. I'm going to get my video going for this so we can get a little clip for the gram. Oh, okay. Jaterna. Hi. Hi. Just what's up? How are you? Good. Just having some technical difficulty. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's all okay. good. We do every day. Oh yeah, we've um, we're this is a very low budget podcast. This is Zoom. Um, it's sponsored by Zoom. But how's your how are you doing today, Jaturn? I've heard great things about you. I'm doing good. Nice. So um. So yeah, tell me a little bit about what what you're up to these days. Like what's what's a day in the life for Jaterna? Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of like groundhog day, same fucking day over and over. Um, I just got out of a relationship like 2 weeks ago. <laughs> I I don't know whether to congratulate you or say sorry. I think Always congratulate. Yeah, I, I think congratulate cuz I just 
I have so much free time on my hands now. It's like I can do all the things that I've been wanting to do. And nice. It's, it's nice to just, you know, wake up and do whatever the fuck I want. Oh, that that is why I've been single for so long is just the um, just the freedom that to be like to wake up and say, damn, I could I could drive to Vegas by myself and I don't have to explain myself to anyone. Or, exactly. You know. <laughs> um cool so you've been single for two weeks and then we were uh talking about your days as a suicide girl which was um i know you and jackie had a show uh where you would well i wasn't on the show i was i was producing it but i did kind of explain like how we met and um i yeah it was a it was a really cool thing to be a part of just getting to sit there and like basically run a pod like a video podcast for the suicide girls every week and yeah, Jaterna was on there. So um, when was the last time you actually um, did like a shoot for, for Suicide Girls? Um, oh God, it's been so like, okay, so I'm technically still a Suicide Girl like on paper, but I haven't done a shoot probably since like, I want to say 2014, maybe. Um I, we had like this thing where we all went to Vegas actually, and we stayed in like this fucking huge mansion. Like it was crazy. Wow. And it was, it's called a shoot fest. And basically there's like 30 or 40 girls. And like, we all stayed in this mansion and did photo shoots every day. And it was like really fun. I think that's like the best experience I had being a suicide girl. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I got to do the, that was like when I did the radio show, like, I guess that was a podcast. That was like before I really even knew what a podcast was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was so long ago, but it, it was crazy because it was like a podcast, but with video and it was like streaming live, but you could listen yeah. to it later. So I don't even know what it was called, but uh, it was I think it was a little bit of, ahead of its time. Yeah, for sure. And like, I know I was just asking you the other day, like, do you have any footage? Do you know where it is? Because like. <laughs> they like went out of business and everything was lost and it's like you always think that everything stays on the internet forever but apparently not (laughs) (laughs) and what is for people listening who don't know what a suicide girl is what 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 is it if you could kind of explain it um so a suicide girl is basically like an alternative model tattoos piercings and it's tastefully nude modeling um it's not i mean i don't consider it porn i know some people do but you know we're not like masturbating on camera or anything right so it's basically just modeling Gotcha. You can't go back and Google. So it's kind of like alternative. So it's kind of like the girls who like in mainstream media would be rejected because they have too many piercings and tattoos. So it's kind of like the, yeah, the alt, like kind of like you're, you, you created your own platform. For- yeah, exactly. And like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a model. And then <laughs> I ended up only getting to about five feet. So <laughs> I didn't really oh. have many options and I love that. <laughs> no, I love that you guys that that the suicide girls is like you said fuck you to Hollywood and everything that is convention conventionally attractive because what they sell you is like the all-American girl with blonde hair, perfect skin, you know, from a small town who's trying to make it in a big city. The suicide girls are like the renegades of of the modeling world, huh? 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like they definitely like paved the way for all the like alternative like influencers and TikTokers now and all those people and yeah, you even know, people I with started... disabilities, right? Like they you could be in a wheelchair and be a suicide girl. No one's gonna yeah, like, no, for tell sure. you no. Yeah, it's very um, you know, open to everybody. And like I started getting tattooed when I was like 17 and getting piercings at like 13. So wow. <laughs> I couldn't really go into anything commercial anyway. So I was like, this is so cool. These girls are awesome. I want to do this, but it's a lot cooler than I'm making it. I mean, it's a lot less cool than I'm making it out to be. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how do you like, how do you become a suicide girl? Like who decides who gets to be a suicide girl? And then when you are a suicide girl, what are some of the responsibilities or, or opportunities that come from being a suicide girl? Well, um, the way that you become one is you have to do a photo shoot and then you're kind of on the website as what they call a hopeful. Mm. And for you to actually become a suicide girl, your set of photos has to make it to the front page of the website. Gotcha. Um, so it took me like a couple years actually, but there's some girls who have been hopefuls and like have never even become a suicide girl. Oh, and, trust like, me. I've, I've dated a lot of them <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're like not getting paid. You know, it's a lot of like being hoarded out without getting any money, Damn. which is why I don't really do it anymore. And it's also a lot of like favoritism and I just didn't like that. So I kind of like backed away from it. Gotcha. So. And then, I have so, a juicy question. Oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. No, go ahead, you Jackie. Go no, you said juicy question. So I know I, I want to know now. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's I mean, it's juicy to me because I'm like, I really want to know, um, do, does your family know that you do this? And how do they feel about it? Like your parents and or how did you tell them or do they? Yeah. Just how do they okay. feel about that whole situation? <laughs> so um, my parents do not know. <laughs> They will Still now. to this day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I'm almost 32 and I started doing it when I was 18 and wow. they don't know. You um, are a great secret keeper. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> the internet is for is free for everybody. And like you would think that, well, maybe they wouldn't find it, but the thing is it's like it's out there. So the fact that they still don't know or that they are that you think they don't know is um it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of at this point, it's like, don't ask, don't tell. And mm -hmm. my siblings know because like, I guess their friends had told them that they saw me. And then also my like psychotic ex-boyfriend sent my sister nudes of me when he was mad at me. So oh, <laughs> she found out oh, that way. Oh my Wait, wait, tell us about the, this story. Wait. Now, the, see, this is the juicy part of the story. <laughs> wait, you had an ex-boyfriend who sent your sister nudes of you? Yeah, because he got mad at me about something, and he was a fucking crazy sociopath. Yeah. And like he, he got mad at me about something, and then he would always threaten to, like, tell my parents about it and, like, send them my pictures. And then one day he sent my sister pictures and was like, your sister's doing porn and she's a slut and blah, 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 blah. Wow. Yeah. And then he'd constantly threaten to tell my parents. And I'm like, you know what, dude, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I'm over this shit. Oh, my God that's 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 messed up how somebody toxic yeah i know and and just the whole like just because someone posts nudes on the internet it doesn't mean that person's a slut a lot of those people are the hardest a lot of these like my friends who do only fans are like 
don't will not have sex with anyone unless they actually know that they're they're in love with the person you know like posting nudes is not synonymous with with being promiscuous and even if you are promiscuous who gives a shit you know sex is fun Fuck yeah no for sure like people used to i would get a lot of backlash for doing it and um you know it's not like i'm out there having sex with everyone and their mom and <laughs> right and and you are no you you i was talking to jackie the suicide girls was like way ahead of their time because now <laughs> it's so normalized to to sell nudes on the internet like nurses are doing it i i seriously know people with like good nine to five jobs who are selling feet pics and and yeah i mean it's so fucking hard to like make a living out like <laughs> out here and you know housing is fucking crazy expensive like it's you got to do what you got to (laughs) do totally totally i mean i would i would for sure do like sell my body and post nudes but i just don't have much going for me physically (laughs) but if i did oh my god you know and uh have you seen the have you guys seen the documentary about the OnlyFans girls no oh there's a documentary that like and there's guys and girls and oh i have to see it i mean yes some of them um well they just talk about the relationship that they have with their family after being an OnlyFans girl and how much money they're making um a month and i mean the amount of money like ten thousand dollars a month is like not a lot of money which means a lot of them are making six figures yeah i mean if you know i've thought about doing OnlyFans and I don't know. Like, I don't really know that much about it. So I'd kind of have to look into it. But if I could make six figures, I mean, why not? <laughs> Seriously. And uh... well, that makes me want to do it. Jeez. I've <laughs> thought about it so many times. Like, I, I, I wish that I want could wanted to, you know what I mean? There's like school in my head where I'm like, oh man, money would be so great. But then once you put it out there, you can't take it back. You can't like delete it or take it back because it's already out there and people can screenshot and do yeah. these yeah for sure i mean but you can also do it without even like posting you news. know doing anything crazy like there yeah. are there is an audience out there for everything and oh totally like yeah there, there are girls have to be naked you just have to find your niche like some girls will only dress up as pokemon that's their thing <laughs> and then there are creeps out there who will only get their dicks hard if a hot girl is dressed as a pokemon and then all of a sudden you're making six figures just for wear which <laughs> i mean i don't know about you but i would dress up as a pokemon for fun to get yeah. so, do, you um, think, do you think i could just go on OnlyFans and do my hollywood reports and then get paid <laughs> by doing that uh, I mean, it's it's worth a shot. You know, what? I kind of want to start an OnlyFans and just do something hella weird. Just like find something <laughs> suit, like maybe just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would dress up as. Just maybe- like clip your toenails on camera. Like, Boom. You, now you we're thinking. Know. Yeah, yeah, just like really odd. Clip my toenails or like, um, or pull my <laughs> eyebrow hairs. Cause I always pull my eyebrow hairs. So maybe if I just do that, cause pe- oh there's people God. into anything. So, okay. So Jaterna, you're single for two weeks. What, how long until you're back on the dating market? Or are you just going to be like, are you just going to be single and not even think about dating for a while? Um, I mean, if something comes along, like for sure, I would be interested, but I'm kind of just like, uh, you know, I want to, live my life and just get my like sense of self back and mm. just be free. Yeah. Sorry, Ethan. Oh no. Yeah. That wasn't, that totally <laughs> wasn't me shooting my shot. 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be offended. <laughs> so the dating show now. So you two have uh, have met now. So, you know, if you guys go on a date at some point, then, you know, it's all yeah, good. Then, then you, it's met, doc- you met here. Then our first conversation is documented, which I can't even see her face, but um, her voice. You know, <laughs> I like her voice. So are you have you how did you meet your boyfriend? Was it through dating apps? Was it through a mutual friend? No, actually, we went to high school together. Ooh. Yeah. Were, were you guys like... But we, uh, like, reconnected after, like, 10 years. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, like, that's like my dream. Like, the girl who um, ignored me in high school to just... Is that... Did you ignore him in high school, or was it vice versa? Or you guys just never really were close in high school? Um, we have, yeah, we weren't really close. We had, like, one class together, and, I mean, we kind of knew each other, but we didn't really, you know, we weren't really friends or anything yeah i feel that how long did you guys date before you broke up well (laughs) we dated for about a year a little bit over a year basically like right like right before the pandemic started (laughs) oh gotcha gotcha um so are you so like the idea of you and what was the if you don't mind me asking what was the breakup um Sorry, we I think our, our connection's a little bit off, so I hear you guys at different times. <laughs> so if anyone's listening oh, and they okay. can hear all of us talking at the same time, I apologize. <laughs> um, I mean, we just I don't know, we're just very different and there wasn't really like any specific reason. It's just like I feel like we didn't mesh well and yeah, it's just That's, yeah. It's... Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I wanted, court. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted him to like cheat on you with your sister. I wanted him to do some sh- super shady <laughs> shit. No, he's a really nice guy and I don't mm. want to talk shit about him. Totally. But yeah. Like I will definitely talk shit about my crazy sociopath ex another time. If you guys want me to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we always want that, but that's cool. Uh, no, I was actually thinking about that the other day. It's like human beings, like I feel like every relationship is temporary and the most toxic relationships, it's not because either person, a lot of times it's not because one person is being bad. It's just because you guys grew apart, but you're trying to continue to, to keep the flame going when the flame died months ago. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. It's just like a comfort thing. And especially during like a pandemic, it's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> hard to see other yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it's just so lonely out here. I just like sit in my room and, um, and then like, you know, it, it, it sucks when, you know, a girl that you've been chasing for seven months, which not that this is very personal to me at all, but like a girl, you know, that you were chasing for seven months, not creepily chasing, just, you know, liking a photo every now and then and watching her Instagram stories being like, God, I would date the hell out of this girl, but I'm not going to stalk her. But, you know, she comes up on your Instagram and you're going to watch. And then finally, that girl is, you know, starting to respond to your stories. And you're like, oh, my God, this my dreams are coming true. And then that girl says, hey, I want to hang out with you. Here's my number. So then as soon as you try to make plans to hang out after she says that, then she just acts like she was never interested you know stuff like that makes dating so confusing yeah that's annoying for sure yeah but But um, i don't know how you're still single because you're pretty cute (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wait it's gonna be a dating show (laughs) 
Thank you. That I really needed to hear that. Thank you so much. Um, I was I wore a tight shirt on purpose. Uh, <laughs> it makes my muscles pop way more. But um, but um, so yeah. And then like at dating in LA is also hard because like my neighbor in apartment three, who's like this girl who I'm friends with, and we we talk, and she told me about a date she went on last night, and it was with a dude who stole who sold a startup when he was 26 he's a millionaire he has a house in the hills with a with a hot tub he's a nice funny guy like and she always wanted to like ride a motorcycle so he's going to take her on a motorcycle ride through the hollywood it's like <laughs> these are the dudes i'm competing with out here yeah. um, <laughs> fucking there's tough, someone for man. everyone there there is there's someone yeah. for everyone <laughs> i just need a girl who's not fascinated by hot tubs and motorcycles which i guess a lot of girls like hot tubs and motorcycles yeah, I mean, that's like cool and all. But like, if I'm not into the guy, it's just like, a you know, it's kind of a waste of time for me. Yeah, I feel that. What makes you into a guy? <laughs> um, no. I mean, I like guys that are funny and can make me laugh and are nice and not douchebags. <laughs> I have Pretty a standard. I, yeah, I mean, good personality over anything, like, right. for sure. Right. Um, what is like, uh, I was, I actually had this conversation with, with Rose, the, which I wish we talked to her about, but it's like, have you ever hooked up with a guy just because he was funny? Not because you were trapped, like his looks were whatever, but like he was yes. making you laugh so much. You were like, you know what? Just let's hook you. You deserve this. Has that ever I happened? Have. <laughs> I totally have. Really? So funny so being funny actually can get you laid because i always thought that was kind of a myth no it's not i mean obviously for some girls that are super shallow but like i try not to consider myself shallow and i think if a, you know if i vibe with a guy that's really funny and he entertains me and i mean not entertains but like you know we, we get along well he has a good personality then he definitely has a chance you know even if he's not like the most attractive guy Wow. That's yeah. I agree with that too. I think that like what personality, when you really click with someone, um, their looks, they become more attractive to you. You totally. see them in a different light. You start looking in their eyes and you go, wait, your eyes are really beautiful. Right. Like you wouldn't have noticed it before. No. If oh. So that's what a good personality just makes their, their physical features more at attractive it, or damn that's weird it's like your mind fucking someone into thinking that you actually are good looking <laughs> well because like the looks like you know looks aren't gonna be there forever and like just if somebody's good looking but they have no personality it's just like boring <laughs> yeah yeah man totally and and a lot of guys in la are notorious for being um just having the same dry personalities and not uh not bringing anything interesting to the table besides their looks their muscles their material items i mean it's wait and do you turn do you live in los angeles or are you in the bay area i live in um los angeles in the san fernando valley oh i live in the san fernando valley too what are you doing later you want to get coffee <laughs> <laughs> what part of, what part of the san fernando valley do you live in um uh, I don't want to say exactly. Oh when yeah, on air, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, oh we were my just, god, that's so Wait, funny. We were Ethan. We were just talking about stalkers, and you're like, "So, what's your address?" <laughs> yeah, I know. What? Um, so that's yeah. The valley, uh, the valley in LA is cool because it's not as 
pretentious and douchey as like West Hollywood. No offense, Jackie. I know. No. Well, you're just just like <laughs> just, just like L.A. Like when you live in the actual city of L.A., that's when you get all like the the pretentious vegans and the people who think they're saving the world because they're drinking green juice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like I, I've lived in California my whole life, Los Angeles, like the Valley. And like, even when I go to like, you know, West Hollywood or like those types of areas, like I feel so out of place sometimes right. just because like, I feel like it's just like another world compared to like where I live. Totally. That's why when people ask me, where I live, I don't say L.A., I say North Hollywood because North Hollywood is very different from L.A. It feels just kind of chill and people, a lot of artists, people just like focusing on uh, n- not really caring about caring about what they look like all the time. Like, I feel like in, in L.A., every time someone leaves the house, they're like going, they're like trying to book a role in a movie and they're just they just take themselves Dude, so yeah, seriously. Where I live, it's like that. And when I walk outside, everybody around me is like, looks like a, a supermodel at every cafe, like the one that's right at my street. I walk up there and I, I look over to just see, are there any celebrities or like TikTok stars sitting here? Cause there always are, there's always somebody. And then right. I feel like, oh, why am I wearing sweats? I look like, I look like I just, you know, went to the gym and like, no one, you know, it, it, it does. you you feel like you have to try harder when you live in a place that is like that so but like but then you Ugh, stand hard. out it's hard <laughs> it is but but what's cool is like if you're not dressed to the t and you don't look like you're trying to book a role in a martin scorsese film then you stand out people are like wait why is this person wearing sweats and no makeup to earth cafe <laughs> right now there's got to be some interest this person doesn't have anything to prove which is which i think la people are attracted yeah, to they're true. like they're like attracted to people who don't give a shit about what they look like because it's so rare i think that's, that's like th- me like when i go out sometimes like 90 percent of the time i'm not wearing makeup and i'm like in sweats like the other day i went out in my pajamas and this lady was like, oh my God, I love your outfit. And I'm like, thanks. These are my pajamas. <laughs> oh, people. Lo- yeah. People love that shit. Do you, do you wear no makeup as a defense mechanism to, so guys won't hit on you or just cause you're, you don't feel like it. What's what, what, why do you um, not? I think it's just laziness. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I hear that. I mean, I don't, it's just so unfair. That's why I do think that guys, should be paying for for dinner and you know for a girl's drink because guys spend five minutes to get ready and girls a lot of times have to spend two hours and time is money yeah so, for real um, i mean it's just insane and we like, have to okay, buy all the products buy new clothes yeah hair makeup fucking it's, waxing everything it's so expensive it's crazy oh the upkeep the maintenance nails is, eyelashes <laughs> and it's like and it's like wh- what do you what is it all for though is it just <laughs> like why do we why do why do we expect women to like to constantly look like that what well, can't That's we just a very good question <laughs> can we just normalize like no makeup and the million dollar question yeah i mean i think i think in 30 no, that's years like, that's like asking your am I here? Like, what is my purpose on this earth? And like a lot of, I think a lot of guys think that girls purpose is on, on this earth is to please them. Not every guy. There's obviously good guys out there that don't think that, but that's like a major, um, a major thing that they think, Oh, "Oh, this woman is here. She has to look really good for me. 
Like she must, she must be like my arm candy. And that's right. why I'm with her. Whereas guys who are not like that, are they're the ones that are going to have the meaningful relationships in the end for sure. Right. When a guy doesn't uh, view a girl as a, as a, as a trophy. Yeah. As and like, I've like, as we, are, though, older, we are <laughs> like, as I've gotten older, I've kind of just like <laughs> stopped caring as much. And like, right. I don't care anymore if I'm like not wearing makeup or I'm not like dressed up or I'm not wearing heels. Like I'm like, this is me. This is what you're going to get. Like if you don't like it, fuck off. (laughs) Right. Because then you're saving yourself time. You know, you're weeding out a lot of shitty dudes who were just going to waste your time anyways, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I feel that. Um, And I think that like every relationship, like, cause it's sad that a lot of girls are like, truly afraid to show men what they look like without um without makeup on like they won't do it like girls will not even go into the office without makeup and um because there's yeah see i don't understand that like i'm so not like that and like i'm not one of those people that's gonna wake up like two hours before work and like do my hair and makeup like i literally just roll out of bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um and then like if a dude is like if a dude is feels some type of way about that, then that's just, that's just on him, you know? And yeah, I, for sure. And it's good to like, for someone's first impression of you to be with no makeup. Cause then when they see you in makeup, they're, um, they're going to be like, Holy shit. You know, but also I don't even know. You should just think a girl's beautiful without makeup. Why can't we just think girls are beautiful without makeup? I think it, I think in 50 years, we're going to look back and be like, the, the fact that girls were wearing makeup was weird as hell. I really just think makeup's going to be a thing of the past in like Well, 50 I think years. it's funny that like men don't have to wear anything on their face and like they're still considered attractive. But like if we don't wear makeup, it's like, what's wrong with you? Are you tired? Like you look sick or like whatever. Yeah. Right. Men don't have to shave their, their pubes. Men don't have to shave their legs. They don't. I mean. It's a lot. I mean, yeah, shaving your legs. That's another thing that takes time and energy, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, also another thing too, like I, I think about it, like in Hollywood standards, um, like actors and actresses and stuff, when guys get older, uh, like someone like George Clooney or whoever, Matthew McConaughey or Leonardo DiCaprio, people are like, oh yeah, he's like aging well. And he, he could have wrinkles and gray hair, but like it looks good on him to the, to the society. But then when a woman starts to age, it's like, oh my God, she looks so bad. She has so many wrinkles, like what she's let herself go. And then that's why they have to get Botox and and filler and stuff. And then when they do that, everyone judges them. Oh, she got work done. She got work done. Well, you would have judged her if she didn't get work done, you damn asshole. That riles me up now because it's like, we can't win. Like you, you get the work done. People say, why did you do that? You don't get it done. Now you look old and you have wrinkles, but no one says that about guys. And that is the last thing I want to say on this damn podcast. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I love it. Stretch marks and wrinkles. I'm team all that shit. Small boobs, whatever. Anything that isn't fake. That's what we need to fucking celebrate, man. You know what I'm saying? but uh we do we get what you're saying and and that was a great that was a great way to end it jaterna thank you so much for joining us we both live in the san fernando valley so um you know maybe maybe we can hang out sometime and talk about (laughs) i love this (laughs) thank you guys for having me (laughs) yeah absolutely we will um the podcast will be live soon jackie we will talk to you uh next week and um thank you guys for listening an hour and 17 minutes in you guys are the real uh you guys are the real fans out there and we don't we won't forget you when we blow up see you guys uh see you guys soon